Hey guys, thanks for joining Dr. Matters Podcast. It is August the 25th. It's about 9.14 and um, got a few things on my heart. want to express that uh, my mind keeps going back to why so many doctrines and why so many faiths when it's very clear that the apostles said let us contend to the faith that was once delivered to the saints and if the bible says let's continue to the faith that was once delivered to the saints um, that would behoove us that would move us that should shake us to read the bible more than ever before Now, you can take that and say, you know what, I don't really need to read the Bible. I'm going to form my own doctrine. And that's the spirit of error. The spirit of error does not use the Word of God as the centerpiece, as the corner piece, as the the balance and checks of what our faith and beliefs are in. See, I could say you could get baptized baptized in uh, baptized the, the, the infants all, all at one there's not one scripture that says baptized infants that's what I'm talking about that doctrine of baptism baptizing infants is not even scriptural it's not even Bible based and because it's not Bible based and scriptural um, people then if I'm going to believe in infant baptism, then i got to believe other doctrines that are in our Bible. So the Apostle Paul went around and was asking people questions like, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? To the Baptist world and many other church organizations, they would say, you received the Holy Ghost at baptism, or you received the Holy Ghost once you believed. You received Christ into your heart. Well, the Apostle Paul wouldn't have even asked that. He, he said, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? Believing is the first step to repentance. It's not the only step to salvation. I don't. That's another doctrine that's not even in Scripture. That you say the sinner's prayer and you're saved. Peter never said, repeat after me a sinner's prayer. He says, repent of your sins and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of your sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Now, there's some podcasts out there that I'm going to shed light on. I'm going to talk about. There's one out there that says, uh, don't obey Acts 2.38. That's blasphemous. You're telling people not to obey the Word of God. Okay? Uh, There's other people out there that are, that's got uh, podcasts that is, is going against the doctrines of the apostles, doctrines of Christ. That's the spirit of error. You can't go against the gift of tongues. You can't go against speaking with tongues when you receive the Holy Ghost. You can't go against baptism in Jesus' name. It's solid in the Bible. You're going to have to make a new Bible like the Jehovah's Witness did. Make a new Bible to fit your doctrine because, quite frankly, we are mandated to... Excuse me, I'm in my car driving. We are mandated... To follow the Word of God, and if I get outside the Word of God, I'm in error. I need to repent 
my Amish buddies would say toot boozy. That means repent. I need to repent of my sins. If I'm in Bible says about the prophecy, just in the book of Revelations, if you add to or take away from this prophecy, your names are yanked out of the book of life. And in 1 Peter, the scriptures without private interpretation. So there ain't different flavors of the Christianity. There's one flavor, there's one way to get to heaven. Somebody says, prove it. Well, the Bible says there's one Lord, one faith, and one baptism, one faith. Let us contend to the faith that was once delivered to the saints. And they continued in the apostles' doctrine, breaking of bread, went from house to, to house to eat your meat with gladness and singleness of heart. Last thing you want to do as a Christian is stray outside of the Word of God. If your preacher's not preaching the Word of God, you need to find a different preacher. If you're uh, what you're listening to on your radios not lining up with the Word of God, you need to change what you're listening to on the radio. Why? Does it matter? Does your soul matter? If you believe that uh, the one world religion, no matter what you believe, you'll make it to heaven, then my doctrine, doctrine matters, does not matter to you. Doctrines don't matter to you. But to those that are wanting to make it to heaven and wanting to line your life up to the Word of God, you must be born again of water and of the Spirit, no matter what any man says. Water being baptized in the name of Jesus, Acts 10, Acts 19, Acts 8, and Acts 2. You must be born of water and of the Spirit, Acts 2, Acts 10, Acts 19, and Acts 8. You got to get baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. There's no other salvation. Jesus didn't say go baptize in the titles. He said go baptize in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. And we know that name singular means Jesus Christ. So, if your pastor says, I baptize you in the titles, or I baptize you in the name of the Father, that's not the way Jesus told, told his disciples to baptize is in the titles. You must apply the name in Acts 4 and 12, neither is there salvation in any other, for there's none other name given among men whereby we must be saved. So the idea that there is another name is, is out of the question. I can't baptize you in my own name. I can't baptize you in titles. I'm a dad, I'm a son. I got a spirit. That doesn't mean I'm three persons in the in the Aaron head or airhead. I'm driving through a a thunderstorm and a big bolt of lightning just shot, shine right in front of me. That was really beautiful. So, what does it matter then? What is it going to matter? Well, it matters everything. It's eternity. If I was talking about how to make a sandwich, we got all different ways we can make it and it'll all be good. If I was talking about how to get to Indianapolis, there's many different ways and it'll all be good, depending on which way and how fast you want to get there. I'm talking about how, how uh, which airline you want to fly. They're all good. There's some better than others. <coughs> but we're talking about going to heaven. If you go any other way, Jesus says you're a thief and a robber. That's, there's no way to do it, folks. There's no way to do it, my friends, my peoples. you got to come to the cross and repent of your sins and acknowledge you're a sinner and then change. This stuff taking your sins to a confession booth is over. This is that's that's from hell. That's a doctrine from hell. You, you, there is no 
Who can forgive sins except they be equal with God? What are you asking man to forgive your sins for? Why are you calling him father? The Bible says, call no man father. Why would you call a man a father? Errors. So many errors. People, baptism for the dead. Where does that come from? Just mind-numbing why we believe this stuff that's not even scriptural. I'm not shocked that 800 people committed suicide in Jonestown. How did they commit suicide? It's because the pastor took the Bible and threw it in the middle of the congregation and said there's no more power. And that, see, he, he told the congregation, see, I'm not dead. He said there's no more power in that book than was coming out of my mouth. He said, I am the Word of God. And you know, he led 800 people to believe that he was the Word of God. And he, he led them to their deaths. And if they didn't take the Kool-Aid, he had them shot anyway. Well, I, somebody would say, I don't, I wouldn't do that. You're sitting under a man that had preached to you that Acts 2.38 is not correct. That if you go to Acts 2.38, that's not what we believe today. That's what that's what some, some of those men say, that we don't believe that today, or the Holy Ghost isn't given today. Where's all that found at? Nowhere does the Bible say that it's a different dispensation, that it's a church age, and that's it, and we're in a different age. No, we're still in the church age. God's the Bible says in the last day, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and we're feeling it, and we're living it. I've seen people get the Holy Ghost. I've seen people get healed. I've seen a lady that couldn't speak or hear speak for her very first time in tongues. And we have preachers trying to tell me that there is no speaking with tongues. And if it is, it's of the devil. How can you be praising the Lord and get possessed with the devil? I don't understand that. How could you be giving God praise and all of a sudden the devil jump into you? I don't think so. I think the more you get close, the more praise you give to God, the more God gets close to you, the more you repent, the more God forgives. God is a just and forgiving God. You will not be possessed with the devil if you worship Jesus Christ. That's ludicrous. That's stupid. Why are we believing such false doctrines? Is anybody going to stand up and say something or we're just going to, for the sake of argument, shut our mouths? It's like I'm just going to hide my eyes and hide my ears and pretend like this ain't going on. A sister from a church that I went to before uh, First Pentecostal Church in Knox, Sister Danielle, was talking to this Baptist preacher, or I'm sorry, Methodist preacher. And I hope you don't mind me calling out names of churches, because if it was an apostolic church, I'd say it was an apostolic church, but it wasn't. It was a Methodist church. And the Methodist uh, preacher uh was talking to a dear sister in our church and she she was asking him about baptism and he pretty much was like i'll baptize you in any way you want to get baptized if you want to be immersed i'll immerse you if you want to be sprinkled i'll sprinkle you poured dunk three times it doesn't matter i'll do it and so she would looked at me and was like he's all yours like she's freaked out at this doctrine the doctrine, I call it the doctrine of I don't care. The doctrine of the Bible don't matter, all right? That's, that's that type of doctrine that it just doesn't matter what the Bible says. It matters what you want to do. And that's nowhere scriptural. You have to be baptized and immersed in the name of Jesus Christ like they did in the book of Acts. So, 
I asked him, I said, doesn't the Bible say there's one Lord and one faith and one baptism? And he goes, I know what you people believe. Sorry about the background noise. I'm in the middle of a storm driving home. He says, I know what you, it's not about what I believe. I just quoted you your scriptural, scripture. I went, went right to Acts 19, where he asked him, how were you baptized? And they said it at John's baptism, and he corrected them, and he said that you must be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. All that words that I told him of Scripture didn't mean enough, because at some point in the game, you have to choose the religions of man, the doctrines of men, over the doctrines of the Word of God. From the time that I started talking scriptural, he already checked out. He had already made up his mind that he was going to side on the side of false doctrine. So then what? What then? What are we going to do with it? There's going to be hungry people out here that's going to be tired of this man-made religion, these fables these dogmas, the sacrilegious filth that's in. How in the world are you going to have people confess their sins to, to a priest when that priest has molested 50 to 60 children? That blows my mind and nobody's want to talk about it for the sake of what? Why are we ashamed to talk about it? We should talk about it. Any preacher that's going to do such a thing needs to be brought before the church needs to be stripped of all of it, all of his credentials needs to be refused and re, uh, and banned from preaching another message I mean what in the world are we thinking about covering up pedophiles why is the church in the business of covering up pedophiles oh you got to be secret you know what Jesus said this about pedophiles since we're here Okay, since we just walked down that road. Jesus said this about pedophiles. It's better for them to tie a millstone around the neck and throw themselves into the sea than to offend one of these little ones. And how in the world are we going to allow the, this to go on and cover up for these people? Come on, man. I'm going to pull a Biden. Come on, man. you got to be kidding me. It's like, you're going to spend money on lawyers to cover your back when you got a hurting individual that needs justice and the church is hiding. So, it all goes back to starts of cults. Let's talk about that. Start The start of cults. Cults, how they start, how they ignite. Okay, how do they go out of how do they go from being a modern day church to uh, militia or to Kool-Aid toting people? How 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 can they go from preaching love to thinking that they're going to be abducted by aliens, right? It goes back to the Word of God. Show me Bible. Where's that found in the Bible? Mike, oh, I got a question for you. 
If you ask me, show me Bible, are you looked at as weird? I would really like to talk to you. If somebody comes up and says, that's interesting because I don't see that in Bible. Are you looked at as the odd one? As the odd ducks? Are you looked at as the bad guys for questioning your beliefs? Is it okay to question your beliefs? I'll answer that right now. You better believe it's okay. You better study your beliefs and you better understand and be able to explain why you believe what you believe. And it all better be centered around the Word of God, period. You have to take that line. Word of God, Word of God, Word of God. It's got to be centered around the Word of God. What does the Bible say about this? It doesn't matter how I feel about this. It doesn't matter what the, reader, the Reader's Digest says about this. It doesn't matter what television says about this or Discovery Channel or History Channel. What does the Bible say? We start there. What does the Bible say? And then we can interpret Scripture off of Scripture instead of my ideas off of my ideas. You have one retarded preacher, right? Jim Jones sitting in his cellar probably smoking some type of joint whatever the situation is drinking some alcohol I don't know what the deal was how he went down the road of demoniac but he did and for him to start thinking this stuff up to be able to obviously there was a form of possession how do how does a preacher get possessed is when he becomes reprobate well how do you become reprobate as you start justifying what you're doing how do you justify what you do? You got to throw the Bible out at some point. How does a preacher become homosexual? There, it, but that that blows my mind. But okay, let's let's same thing, the same exact thing I'm talking about. You're going to have to throw Sodom and Gomorrah out, Romans one out, the uh, several other scriptures out. You're going to have to start redefining and make a new version called the Queen James version in order to be a preacher that's homosexual. Because we all know that the, there is a distinction in nature that nature teaches. And there is a code of conduct. And just the fact of being effeminate is a sin. And is a heaven or hell issue. And is a behavior that needs to be changed if your son is being effeminate. So you can flip that around and be masculine. If, if your daughter is being masculine, you have to step in. I don't that don't get mad at me. You just you just have to line up with the word. If you don't want to line up with the word, then Christianity obviously is not for you if you don't want to line up with the word. But don't get mad at me when I bring up scriptural. Don't get mad at the mailman because you got a bill in the mail from Nibsco, okay? That's what's happening here. I said don't be effeminate and then 50 people say, "Well, we want to be effeminate, so why are you preaching that?" I'm not a hireling. You can't hire me or fire me. I'm not in a popularity contest. It doesn't matter. All the hate mail doesn't matter. That's not going to change the fact of what the Bible says. I could even compromise and go the way of the world. But that still doesn't change the fact that the God is true and every man's a liar. That the word of God is still there. Then how can you get a Westboro Baptist Church? That's another thing. That's not even that's not even grace and love. That's not even the gospel of Jesus Christ they're preaching. They're preaching 
hate the preaching. They are bigots. They are the definition of uh, re reproach. But you have bad apples in every bushel. Rep Westboro Baptist Church, they get a lot of publicity for being idiots. <coughs> I'm talking a lot, man. I'm talking 20 minutes. I hope you can hear me. I hope everything's good in this audio. If not, I'm sorry. A Westboro Baptist Church, you're, you're talking about a cult on wheels. You're talking about a, a manipulated bunch of people. They they are they have the attitude of uh, the Amish when it concerned if you quit their church. They'll excommunicate you and then they'll stand at your funeral and say you went to hell, faggot, right? That's exactly, they'll do something stupid like that. And, because I've seen their signs. We don't use those words toward people. We got to show God's love, but that's what they do. They, they want to use the message to be dividing. They use the Bible as a club. So they'll take everything that they know that they're right on and then they'll take scripture and they'll beat people up. This is not a club. I, I don't I don't understand it. So why why are they even in the gospel business if they're so full of hate? But anyways, how can you get to that point? I, I question I, I had a lot to question. For one, the fruits of the spirit. They don't have the fruits of the spirit because they don't preach. You can get the Holy Ghost speaking with tongues. Amen. So, a lot to say, a lot to say. Cults, how does things go right? How does churches, how does all these church? I could start a church right now. It's going to be called the First Church of the Frozen. And we're going to, in order for you to be saved, you got to eat a, a blizzard, right? You got to eat a blizzard that we're going to call it Jesus Blizzard. Once you eat Jesus Blizzard, the show's over. You're good to go. One saved, always saved. All you got to do is eat the blizzard, say thank you, Jesus, and you're good. You're in, right? And I can get a million followers to follow that church. Man, it'll be a seeker friendly church. We'll just preach God as love. That'll be the one scripture and only scripture. And a, a merry heart. Working like a medicine. There we go, two scriptures. And that's all we'll preach. And then we'll preach out of self-help books, and we'll preach out of five ways to get rich, and we'll preach out of the Reader's Digest. And the rapture happens. What does it matter? What does it matter if I make up my own church and if it's not the original version? The Bible says, let us lay on the whole, the old paths. Let's beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy, vain deceit, traditions after men, out of, after the rudiments of this world, not after Christ. A lot to think about. You looking for a church? Quit looking on the internet. Go to the book of Acts. How do they talk? How do they walk? How do they dress? It matters. It matters. Somebody said the, it's all about the inside. The outside doesn't matter. 
Where are they getting this stuff? God's after your heart, not after your, your skin. You know, my, my, my question goes back to, okay, what scripture is that found at? The body, the Bible says in Romans 1, I beseech you therefore by the mercies of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. To present your bodies. You know what that means? Your bodies. Grab a whole pinch full of your cheek and say, that's my body. You got to present that. Know ye not that you're the temple of the Holy Ghost? You're not yourself? Well, I'm going to go ahead and pierce up my body because it's my body. No, you're the temple of the Holy Ghost. You think it's okay to tat your temple up? You think it's okay to put skulls and demons? And what would Jesus do on your skin? No, that's not. No, you are the temple of the Holy. Well, <clears throat> so you got to present it holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. The Lord's coming after a bride without spot or wrinkle. So this careless Christianity's has now been disproven. You're just going to flip a coin and hope you make it to heaven is not going to work. The Bible says, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Man, 25 minutes, I'm, I'm out. I hope this inspired. I hope this challenged you. Please email me. If you have any questions, I'd love to answer you. AaronJamesHaig at gmail.com I will answer whatever questions come my way. Love y'all. Thank you for listening. Till next time, I'm out.